Hello and welcome to Potty Do Where Are You, the number one Scooby Doo podcast on the Legion of Random Network that only covers Scooby Doo movies. I am Winston and I'm a furry, but not the sexy kind, the scary kind. <laughs> I am joined by. Hello, I am Chris the Toolman Taylor. <laughs> Listen after the credits for that to make a slight amount of sense. <laughs> and I am Tyler. I am a security agent with a talking dog taking food from people's luggage. Yeah. Post 9 11 not illicit drugs. Yeah. Uh, I'm Clark and I'm Crocodile Dundee's inbred cousin. <laughs> Who has no role in this show? Who has no purpose? <laughs> His boat should have been called the Red Herring. I am Tony. I have had tremendous improvements in animation and absolutely none in storytelling. <laughs> <laughs> cool! <laughs> They've come so far! <laughs> Today we are still... And in the end, it didn't even matter. <laughs> Lincoln Park wrote that song about Scooby-Doo. <laughs> so we are covering the Scooby-Doo movie Zombie Island, or whatever the full title is. Is yeah, it Into Zombie Island? Revenge of Zombie Island. <laughs> Revenge of Zombie Island. I think it's Scooby-Doo and Zombie Island. Sex Nation Part 2. No <laughs> joke! No joke! They brought back all my favorite... I, as a little aside, they brought back all my favorite parts of the worst episodes we've done here. There were Confederate ghosts. There were fucking crazy animal stuff. There were... A fucking guy who shows up at the end revealing he'd done everything. <laughs> oh my god. There was horrifying murders. Oh, horrifying. Oh my god. I will get there. Holy shit, yeah. this is a dark movie. Go ahead, Tony. Sorry. No, no, no. It's best saved for later. Uh, it has to do with the uh, entirety of the plot that you find out in the last, like, ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Does anyone want to do this very special plot synopsis? Because I don't have a computer in front of me to read from the wiki. <laughs> I can. Uh, I, I mean, do have a. Screen. I can start. I do like setups. I, I know, cool. I know Please do. Too. Okay. Well, Todd, you can jump in whenever you feel like I missed a plot point, which sure, would be frequent. Because sure. I really go over the, the hard hitting ones that I think are important, <laughs> like uh, you know. Velma's fucking weird face. Yeah. Anyway, so, <laughs> so the movie—I mean, it is a full-length, made-for-TV movie. It's a direct-to-video. Yeah, hour and ten minutes. Yeah, well, it was released. In, I moving, that's at least three normal Scooby-Doo episodes. So you got to imagine that's a pretty overarching plot. Anyway, opens up on a pretty standard. Also, new music far improvement on the music well, was so good. I I really enjoyed the music. It could have been in the background of Sonic Adventure Two Battle. It, it, no it was joke. very Sonic Adventure Two. Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> and if you listen to the lyrics, they are hilarious. But they do. Actually, just like Sonic Adventure. Yeah, I know it's perfect. My tattoo says "Follow my rainbow," and damn it, I'm going to do it. (laughs) So it opens up on a pretty—I guess what they want you to think is standard. Although you can already tell the quality is far better than the other ones. Uh, Scooby is like basically just running around. Fred's doing his Fred thing, and you know when something comes up, maybe you'll help, maybe you won't. I don't know. Like, oh, there's a chandelier. Oh, yeah. My fingers are kind of pruny. I don't want to touch the rope drop out of the guy's head, that kind of thing. So eventually, inevitably, they do. I don't harp on this too much because there's so much material to cover. But they catch the guy. It's a it's a fucking real estate agent or whatever he Pretty is. Money for that was uh, Mr. Beeman, voiced by Ed Gilbert. Mr. Gilbert is also popular for his other uh, voice talents, such as Yeah, does General- he play Thor? 
Uh, General Hawk and G.I. Joe, Dormammu in Spider-Man the Animated Series. Mm. Dormammu's a real villain. I thought I made that one up. <laughs> yeah, didn't they unmask him in one, like, one of the early Scooby-Doo episodes? <laughs> uh, he also voiced Baloo. <laughs> in the original Jungle Book? Uh, I think so. Wow. Yeah. What a career. And now he's in one scene in Scooby-Doo. Yes. Well, there's, in there's another person who's also in several scenes. Yes. Uh, we'll get over there's there. several people that are in several scenes. What the fuck does that mean? A specific person. Thank you, there's Ed Gilbert, for what you've done for us today. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, so from there, I actually think... This, this was his last role. Oh. Wow. Of all time. Oh, wow. Poor boy. Well, yeah. Go you, though, man. Mr. Beeman. So, Chris, what were you we saying? We move on oh, to a happier note. Okay, we're done talking about Mr. Beaver. Mr. Beaver! <laughs> so, I think this is where the plot goes exactly how I would think of future Scooby-Doo. So, you got to send this is years down the road. Somehow, some way, Shaggy, Scooby, and Velma have escaped Fred's grasp. <laughs> They've finally done it. They moved on. Shaggy and Scooby have real jobs. And I would just want to say something about yeah. their real jobs. Okay, so... Uh, You're a bunch of Gorgonzolas. <laughs> so we'll get, so totally the, played that the part. Lead, the lead up to this part, to this point, we'll, we'll, get, we'll yeah, get there. Of course. Let, me, let me sort of... Uh, yeah, no, it. Me uh, Daphne is still trapped with Fred. Absolutely. <laughs> she so has, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to touch on that, but yeah. She's she a sacrifice. Yes, yeah. yeah, she has a... Exactly. She has really, this own. is just a whole large effort to drum up national interest in Fred's town. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a theory, but I'm gonna let Clark finish this thought before I she go. She has her off. own show. Uh, she's uh, Daphne Blake. Uh, Daphne Blake in the nude, coast to coast, very produced <laughs> by Fred. Yeah, right. I don't think so. I am getting. I'm getting there, but go on. I don't want to get too crazy with it yet. So, so, um, but. Velma is bored as shit. She owns a bookstore. Um, her life is apparently unfulfilling at this point. But Shaggy and Scooby, <laughs> which are makes no sense, the okay. perfect job for them. Oh yeah, work for the TSA. <laughs> yeah, this was definitely a pre nine eleven world. It, was, it <laughs> truly was. Nineteen ninety nine. You can oh, just do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> Literally pre nine eleven. Yeah, you can definitely tell with how lighthearted it is. Yeah. <laughs> And the boss uh, voiced by Mark Hamill for yep. some reason. That was Mark Hamill? Yes. Oh my god. Shaggy yep. get investigated for terrorists. <laughs> uh, I think Mark Hamill played someone else in the show, yes, too. Yes, yeah, he, he also played a hillbilly crocodile dundee. Ah. That was Mark Hamill? Snake bike screw. You got to be kidding. I thought the gardener was Nathan Fillion until I saw the credits. <laughs> yeah. uh, Cam Clark, uh, but we'll get into that. Yep. Okay. So here, we're going to launch right into Chris's conspiracy corner. <laughs> this is what I think. This is what I think happened. So, Fred is now filming for Daphne. He's like, fuck. Man, I had a whole colony for Fredtown. <laughs> Things went sideways. I lost I lost my food source, Scooby-Doo. I lost Shaggy. I lost oh, Secondary food source, Plus, Shaggy. Somehow, throughout the way, Daphne got Fred's balls. 
Because <laughs> Daphne throughout later the show is like, I don't need to be saved. I'm a strong woman. Hiya! <laughs> and like punches some dude. And also, she's the one who says we should split up. She's the one with all these fret things. So she's slowly... She's driving the mystery machine. She yeah. If you know anything about Scooby-Doo, oh, no. that is sacrilege. I'm saying Daphne got Fred's balls and <laughs> fine. And Fred's like, no, I'm done being her servant. Do you think she threatened to turn him in and he got intimidated? He's like, I can't go down for this. I'll do what she says for now. Which actually ties into my next I, I theory. I think it's a whole play. I think Fred allows her to do this just enough so that he can turn it around and think that it was her decision to make friends oh, in the first place. Interesting. Inception. Fred, usually it's Velma he does that too. I will say that Daphne was far less mentally handicapped than oh, she yes, typically she is. <laughs> far 100%. less. 100 yeah. yeah. She, no she makes real life comments that aren't about like aliens. <laughs> yeah. it, it felt like they had more than two goes at the script. Or more than one go, rather. Unlike yeah. <laughs> their usual half a go. They, just spilt. they wanted to go back and do a little bit more coke after the first round. <laughs> this page is, is half done, and then there's this coffee spilled on the rest. Eh, it's good. <laughs> so as long as you got about ten minutes worth at the end, we'll be fine. <laughs> Whatever you want for the first half. <laughs> uh, so there's no mystery solved. Just give him an answer. It has to be anything that we actually thought of. But anyway, I think Fred was like, "Okay, I need the, I need to get the gang back. I'm gonna play it off like it's for Daphne's birthday or whatever. It's actually not even her birthday. She just for like she." Seems to forget when her birthday her was. every three weeks. Yeah. Fred, Fred is like, I'm just going to tell her once again that's her birthday, her 15th birthday this year. And then he's like, I'm going to get the gang back together under the guys I'm helping her. But what I'm really doing is using my new camera expertise to do a snuff film. Oh, no. And we're all going out together in the bayou where no one can hear them scream. And, and Fred would have watched them all die with his camera, which he was filming later all through there. So he's filming Shaggy and Scooby trying to get chased by murderers. Well, he's rock Boston. hard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, if, uh, now, I actually, this came up in the idea how Daphne got Fred's balls, as you say. Right. Now, are you familiar with the film uh, Batman Begins? Uh, no, never seen it. So, in the whole movie, <laughs> the, the villain, Ra's al Ghul, is set up to be this Asian guy who is not Liam Neeson, and Liam Neeson is his subordinate to acts underneath him, and then it turns out at the end, Liam Neeson was Russell Interesting, Gould. interesting. Now, what if Fred is in charge, but he's making it seem like Velma's in charge, so she takes Are the fall? Daphne! That, yeah. Daphne, don't do a Clark. Don't does. do a Clark. Don't never do Maybe a Clark. Maybe let's take <laughs> the theory one further. The, the real live-action version of the Scooby-Doo movie happened before this, right? And they, at one point in that movie, the live-action Scooby-Doo, the first thing, their souls are shooting all around their bodies. Oh, yeah. So Fred is actually Velma the whole time. Whoa. He never went back. Oh, my. So Velma's in no, Fred. No, Daffy, you... We just talked about it! We Two seconds ago! I think ago. we're gonna have to consult Velma chat on this. <laughs> yeah, VelmaDinkley.com? Oh, someone with the glasses. Oh, okay. Oh my god, Chris Velma. almost died. Go watch the entire Mystery Inc. show. No, I don't got time for that yeah, shit. Yeah, you do. I do. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so they all get back together, the five of them. Also, Velma's a bookstore and can lift like 50 books because yeah. she's still buff she's as fuck. Clark one... was coming buckets. Uh. 
Man, she crushed you with those thighs, you know what I'm saying? That's gross. Clark, Clark's like painting a picture of himself with his wife in the background. His wife is also Velma. <laughs> Clark, your wife, Clark, your wife must be so proud of you. <laughs> Thank you for making his website about me. <laughs> your wife is so proud that you get your balls crushed by me. <laughs> <laughs> so then there's a montage of them solving a bunch of classic they're, mysteries. They're looking for real haunted houses. Real haunted houses. That's the goal. So, that's Daphne's goal. Why is Daphne still. Let's say Daphne's not front for a second. <laughs> why is Daphne still a skeptic? Or still. Yeah, why is Daphne still a skeptic after everything? Skeptic of what? Uh, of, of how fake ass. Like. Ghosts Why wouldn't she go? Yeah, yeah she's never met a real ghost so far. Exactly, but she's spent her entire career catching lobsters wearing masks. It's true. <laughs> like um, she has, she has a lot of proof that they're not real. So why does she care anymore? Well, I yeah. think, I think she's at the point in her mental capacity <laughs> where she's gone so long just fucking listening to Fred's, you know, juju about like, yeah, you, you know, I can have five wives, and yes. Ghouls do exist, and, ghouls are dead. <laughs> and they'll kill you if you leave me. <laughs> so she's just like, no, I have to prove that Fred was right all along, and she can't take it. If now, it's- now, Chris, this sounds a little bit like a cult, but it also sounds a little bit like Fredology. Fredology. You it's say? much like Scientology, but <laughs> legally distinct. <laughs> 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 so like, I hear he's tax exempt for It's that. tax exempt. Some say it's a giant scam. Some say the founder's wife is still kidnapped and has disappeared. The LAPD and FBI are under Fred Algy's control and it's terrifying. Some say, but of course it's fictional. Some say that Daphne wasn't even on a TV show. Fred just had one actor to know who and he's like, yeah, you're totally on TV. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, the talk show is all set up. It costs a hundred dollars for him to pay the actress, and he has the camera. It's not recording anything. It's all cardboard. All the crews just crude cutouts, and Daphne doesn't. Daphne, Daphne's so dumb. She can't tell if it's a real show or not. Oh no! I just killed that man. It's okay. He's made of cardboard. You just knocked him over. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, this is my Daphne voice, apparently. Well, the people oh. on the island have never heard of her. That makes me think that she's never been on TV. Sorry, go. Oh, okay. Where do I go? <laughs> okay, sorry. Let's, let's. So they go they, to. Luke, yeah, we are still at the first like, five <laughs> yeah, minutes. No, it, the first five minutes was a monster. Okay. We're in the second five minutes. Yeah, so they go solving mysteries, of which Fred is just recording Scooby and Shaggy getting okay. chased around a lot. Okay, so we're kind of. We're kind of like skimming over some I feel like important <laughs> we have so much to go I know we this go is gonna easily be three hours we're getting into it now <laughs> the movie's if we can minutes. extend a single Scooby Doo episode that lasts 20 minutes into an hour long podcast that's true a single Scooby Doo movie which is an hour and 20 minutes is at least four podcasts I can't wrap in I can't wait till we do Pillars of Eternity <laughs> That's going to be a seven we hour. We're targeting a lot of religions today, <laughs> and I'm not sure if Superman's <laughs> not a religion. That's like a fucking like crazy. Pretzel. I don't even know what it, the Pillars of Eternity yeah, is. Like, oh, oh my god! 
And uh, did you not watch? Yeah, it? he did no, watch it. No, the anime. You, you guys watched watch? it without me. No. Yes. We're oh trying to. Oh my god. We're Three trying infinite layers. Yeah. Yes. Tony. When Tony gets back, we have to watch it. Well, we're gonna. We're taking him upstairs after this, and he's gonna be forced to strap down and watch it. His eyes glued open. So they reach New Orleans. <laughs> that should be one of our. Uh, Second podcast shits is That's doing a podcast. Oh, podcast. for sure. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah. So uh, we we go to we go to we already talked about Velma's life. It's essentially she's in a bookstore. Uh, she's hefted like I don't know a thousand pounds worth of books at once, and then she gets a call from Fred, and she says, "I may come back to me." <laughs> <laughs> You thought you could get away from me? <laughs> I know where you are back in the day. I know when you take a shit, Velma. <laughs> I don't know, Fred. I don't really, Freddy, I don't really want to come with you. Oh, you don't want to come with me, huh, pal? Well, your parents have something else to say about that. <laughs> I'm going to do whatever she says. <laughs> We're going on a trip right to the swamp. Oh, nice gators and killer crocs and all kinds of cool stuff. Velma, don't you want to come with me? I know Fredtown wasn't a success down with the jaguar, but now. <laughs> You've unmasked enough monsters to know the real monster is me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I fell in love too. So that happens. So here comes this, the 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 uh, one of Fred Town's biggest paid uh, uh, one, one of Fred Town's biggest ev- evidence to Fred Town. Exactly. So Jackie and Scooby are uh, are uh, working on drugs. Right? <laughs> yes. Scooby Doo uh, uses his. Uh, knows to smell out contraband, which is illegally imported food from other countries, which is like the perfect job for him. So. I'm pretty sure that's what the TSA was doing up until September 10th, 2001. Yes, yeah, pretty sure. Just that's food. They're like, what is that gone? Well, there's cheese under this gun. We can't have cheese ruining our domestic cheese. So. <laughs> Damn international cheese is coming to our country, <laughs> taking our flavor palettes. Now, the, Get them out of here. The story that the, the movie posits is that Scooby and Shaggy got fired because of their incompetence. This isn't the actual events that happened. What happened is Fred Town owns the deep state, and <laughs> therefore he owns the TSA. Mark Hamill, it was the TSA's boss, fired Scooby and Shaggy from their job making them homeless, forcing them back into Wow. That's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's, it's kind of like watching. Have you guys ever seen what's the one with uh, Kevin Bacon? The following. The following. Footloose? Also Footloose. Both about cults. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah kind of. <laughs> the following. Like, basically that happens is like everywhere this guy turns is like, oh, there's another cult member. Like, this guy's in on it too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm in. 100%. All on board. <laughs> Fred Owns the government. <laughs> He's got the balls in a bind. <laughs> and by Fred, I mean Daphne now. <laughs> wow, you got it right for the first time ever. <laughs> All right, you can fuck right off. So they go to New Orleans. I've been doing this show for years. <laughs> so they go to New Orleans. Yes, they go to New Orleans. 
at looking for ghosts because New Orleans, as we all know, is the most haunted place on Earth. Uh, I, actually did, I actually did a report in college <laughs> about ghosts in New Orleans, which really shows how educational my college experience was. <laughs> I have a specific line that I want to correct. Oh, yeah, go ahead, Tyler. Okay, so Velma says ghosts are an oxymoron. Two seconds later... <laughs> Living ghosts is <laughs> an oxymoron. Yeah, yeah. Is. Two seconds later, she's some random girl... Comes up to her, says, oh, there's this haunted house over here. And then Velma says, Jinkies. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Fully believing it. <laughs> believing that there are ghosts. Oh, there you go. Oh, she didn't say she didn't believe them. She said living ghosts are an oxymoron. Which I don't know. She was kind of implying that ghosts aren't real. I, I would think. She shouldn't okay. believe that ghosts are real. She oh, really should None of them should. Yeah. Which leads to, I think we're all going to have to touch on this part. So, just oh, give me a little goodness. background. <laughs> just a little background. They go to like an outdoor marketplace that New Orleans is so famous for. <laughs> Very culturally accepted. So they're sitting there on a bench and this, has some videos. Yes. This hot young girl comes over wearing her like gypsy gear. <laughs> She's wearing yeah, what's gypsy gear. Yeah, what's her? I don't think that's like we're not supposed to say that, but I don't think gypsies are well, Alright, well, whatever. Yeah. She's wearing, like, New Orleans clothes. Comes over. <laughs> 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 Is that less offensive? Fortune teller clothing. What do you say? clothing. Okay, she looks like Scarlet Witch from the X-Men on an off day. <laughs> you know when you go down to the, like... Tourist traps, and you plug your quarters into the fortune telling device. <laughs> and the That's what she's dressed as. Yeah. <laughs> We're learning so much. You know the you know the hunchback in Notre Dame. You know, girl yeah. dressed, I don't know what race she was, but I was dressed like her. So pick her in Smash Bros. Then press the color change button until you get to red. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. So yeah. Anyway, real quick before they show up, like, they do have a quick like. Uh, a music video of a, a rogues gallery of New Orleans yeah, type, yeah. and there's a giant crayfish. Man. <laughs> I love that one. I just gotta say, <laughs> I, I really appreciate the giant crayfish. Man. I didn't catch that. That was because it was in New Orleans. That's really funny. Fun, yeah. stupid fact, but that crayfish makes a comeback in Mystery Inc. for some reason. That's hilarious. Nice. No idea. I mean, they must have just been looking through their past and like, oh yeah, this guy, he's coming back. <laughs> oh, it's the crazy crayfish man. No, <laughs> everyone loved him. Uh, so they meet this girl. Girl, comes up like a fortune teller. I, like they're talking about ghosts on their own, just sitting on a bench. Yeah, just sitting on a bench. This random fucking <laughs> yeah. fortune teller girl walks out of the crowd and is like, "I don't even do the accent." <laughs> she's, she's like, "Oh, spawn chance, I'm getting it." Basically, wrong accent. My name's Lena. <laughs> Fred's like, "Yeah." yeah. Fred is trying yeah. to DTF. <laughs> Daphne's like not cool with this, but at the same time, she's like not uncool with it. Like, down like, to five ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were just thinking about that the whole time, weren't like, you? I can't find any words that have an F at the beginning. Phantoms, but without down the phantom. Also, you guys missed. It's not. Even, I'm not even using it right. Fred is trying to DTF. Yes. It's a joke. Yes. Yeah. No one laughed. I, I did. Fuck you, Tyler. <laughs> What does DTF mean? Down to ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like me to close live Chris for you? <laughs> I'm over here, I you can't. <laughs> I'm a mute. <laughs> You'll never be next to me again. <laughs> 
So anyway, this throat, we're really, really soft, right? So <laughs> on this show? Yeah. Can you go to DaphneBlake.com and we'll see if anything comes out? <laughs> no! <up. laughs> That's a porn site. Literally. Sure. Anyway, so this girl comes out of the crowd. She's like, oh, y'all want ghosts, huh? This is my southern accent. <laughs> no, that's pretty good. <laughs> and, uh, no, it's like six out of ten. Yeah, I'll yeah. take it. Above five. Yeah. So, and, and uh, Velma's like, a jinkies. What do you say about ghosts? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Velma's a ten out of ten. Oh, jinkies. What's happening? Jinkies. I can't see without my tridents. <laughs> do you want to continue? Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to get to my point. Okay, please do. <laughs> okay, three points. <laughs> so, she's oh basically like, like, y'all want some real ghosts, you gotta come with me to buy you over here. We got real ghosts all over the place. There is frequent alligators on marshland. And... Mm-hmm. That's like, true. And Fred's like, I'd fuck you in the swamp every... I mean, <laughs> yes, of course I would go to with you, stranger, dressed yep. like a gypsy. <laughs> and no one in the group thinks this... Not even Gumma thinks it's suspicious. No. Well, I mean, with their crazy history major hippie lifestyle, they're <laughs> like, ah, oh, this old man's giving us free fish. Oh, we trash landed in the Amazon. <laughs> I guess that, I guess when you consider the canon, that all that stuff did happen. Plus, so. I'm sure Fred had his gun. Has, had his gun. Uh, Fred's a knife man. He's a mall magician. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, you studied mysteries. I studied the blade. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so, somebody, <laughs> That's what he's been doing since they parted ways. Sorry. So somebody else can take. That was the point I really wanted to get. Okay. Someone else can go from so, there. Yeah. So the Lena, Lena, which is the uh, fortune teller looking ass, uh, tells them that the ghost of uh, uh, a pirate ghost, Moonscar. Captain Moonscar, Captain Moonscar resides on Moonscar <laughs> Captain Island. Moonstar. And they're they're totally into it. They're like, yeah, let's get it. Let's get going. Um. So they they start heading that way. There's a moment where Shaggy, they're driving, they're following Lena in the mystery uh, machine, and Shaggy's eating stale Scooby snacks. Yeah. And Fred looks back, and he looks genuinely concerned, which leads me to believe that Fred is actually Daphne. No, Fred's like, like, he, oh he, man, if he dies, those stale Scooby snacks is not going to go for the snuff film. Nobody wants to see poison, they want to see slasher. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> so, um, they, they approach, uh, they're with Lena, and then they approach the fairy, uh, and they meet the ferryman, Jacques. 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 <laughs> um, and Jacques's like, y'all go to Moonscar Island? I'm voiced by a ticker from Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Jim Cummings is a national treasure. Yeah, I'm sorry, I love you, Jim Cummings. Uh, this voice cast is just immense. Yes. Right? Yes, it is. It is. Um, Billy West of Futurama and Ren and Snippy fame voiced Shaggy. Yeah. This was one of the last times I believe he voiced Shaggy as well because the uh, live action film came out and that guy... Matthew Lillard took over. Lillard has been voicing Shaggy since, I believe. Uh, but I think Billy... I can't speak for Billy West, but he gets a lot of work on animation. So oh, I'm yeah. Sure he I mean, he's a genius. He was so good. Like, I couldn't... I thought it was Casey Kasem. Um, so, uh, oh, and they meet on the river, Scooby and Shaggy fall off the ferry, they're about to be eaten by crocodiles, and they are rescued by 
Snake Bite. Voiced by Mark Hamill. Who is a Craven the Hunter, Crocodile Hunter style guy, who I believe is cousins of the Hunter... Hunter of the Jaguar, we met in Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> My brother died. <laughs> I can't do an Australian accent, but yeah. Just <laughs> listen to Kangaroo Jack in your heart. And then just do it for uh, an I entire heart. Kangaroo Prosecutor. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there's. I do want to mention one thing when they meet Jacques. Uh, Daphne, Jacques uh, puts his hand inside the mystery machine and Daphne holds it. I believe this was a cry for help. <laughs> she tried to pass I saw it. Yeah, uh, there was, I wrote my notes, Daphne has a weird hand-touched moment with the fairy man. She does. It's uh, very weird. Yeah, so they meet They meet this Save redneck. us, uh, please. <laughs> yes. You don't know what he's capable of. <laughs> smile for the camera, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Girls, am I right? I'll carve a smile into your face if you don't smile yourself. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's a brutal one. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they meet, um, uh, they meet Jock. They do the, they meet Snakebite. And they learn about an important plot point, Big Moan of the Catfish. Uh, we got a real important <laughs> Oh my gosh, I just realized that didn't come back. That uh, was stupid. It comes back every time Snake Bite's on screen almost. Which yeah. is like three times total. Yeah. Spoilers, Snake Bite might be the bad guy to those listening. That's literally his only... <laughs> Okay, the first time I saw Snake Eye and then being suspicious of him, he's totally a red herring. Yes. Like, off the bat. Right, no, he is. <laughs> and he he's only in the show so that when you meet the next male character, you don't immediately assume he's the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, well, it's either him or Snake Bite. Can you guys start calling me Snake Bite? <laughs> I, I just learned, uh, you know, recently as a grown-ass man watching some, like, older movies that I've never seen before. Plots are so predictable because of us doing these things. Yeah. So it's like, God damn it. Um, yeah, so sorry, Scooby is your felons, blah, blah, blah. Scooby falls into the water when he's trying to, when Mona squirts him with water, the, the big Mona squirts him with water, he's saved by a crocodile, but the, that's horrifying because that is actually them potentially dying. Yeah. People are shown in this movie to die of crocodiles. Oh, and Velma sh- uh, throws a life preserver without a rope on it yeah. at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least you'd be able to water to eat you! Yeah, no, but to Clark's point, people get murdered viciously in this movie. They yes. do. Like, for a kid's movie, holy crap. It's probably the, I would say, from Scooby-Doo, this is second only to the caveman. With the claw. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yes. Well, absolutely true. <laughs> oh, you're referring to the Odyssey? I don't know. No, you're not referring to that. No, no, no. no. I'm not your research. This movie is a movie that we did with the caveman in it. It's just like a plain-ass caveman with a club. I don't know. That guy that. killed people. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, he was a murderer for sure. Uh, but they're so, like, well, so, same thing with the, the cannibals. I'd say this is a close second to that one. <laughs> this was more, to the game. Yeah. this was more well animated, so it was more horrifying to me. Yeah. I'm just like, wow, like, they are showing murders left and right on this show. And this, this movie, they just amp it up for a witch's ghost when people are, like, shown burning at the stake on Whoa. a kid's show. Isn't that Stay nuts? tuned for that next week or something. Oh, I would love that. So yeah. we are introduced to Bo the Gardener? Yeah. Not played by Nathan Fillion? No, he's he's not played by Nathan Fillion, but you know who he is played by? Cam Clark, the voice of Aladdin. 
Wow. Yep. Wow. <laughs> yep. What, that guy he really he gets around. Well. Except not really. What do you think he does? He man. Yeah, he's he man. Why? I didn't I had no idea Aladdin was he man. Yeah. So Bowie the gardener, <laughs> he gets his garden. Garden ruined by Scooby because Scooby was chasing cats because this whole island has cats. That's called foreshadowing. <laughs> um, Bo. It's more like, it's less foreshadowing, more like foreclosing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this point is the point! Yeah. <laughs> Bo threatens to kill Shaggy, or er, Scooby, because he ruins the garden. Bo's a psycho. So yeah, this it's guy. Crazy. Bo, he makes the worst first impression. Uh, obviously, the Scooby Gang does as well. So they get to the island, and I think uncharacteristically, Scooby starts chasing around cats. I don't yeah. think we've ever in the entire he does though say dog where fifteen times on this show. Rog rare. Yeah, he forgets he's a dog yeah. <laughs> many which times. Is, which is he has a human suspicious. girlfriend. Say <laughs> you, you mean Daphne? <laughs> um. So yeah, yeah, Scooby ruins the garden and it does massive property damage. Like if this was a well tended garden, yeah. I mean this would be thousands of dollars worth of damage that he just caused it. Yeah. So obviously his the gardener's frustration is understood, but he does not put himself forward in a way that makes it understood. He mutters like a fucking insane person. Yeah, you yeah. fucking talking dog. I'm gonna kill you, dog. I'll show you He's, he's gonna meet Scrappy, who is <laughs> dead in this the, universe. Which is the weirdest <laughs> thing for him to do, as we learn later on. This is vote motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually have a, a thought, though, on that. So you know how, like, Scooby, this gang, there's no phones on now, right? And I got a very, very, very Wicker Man vibe. From yeah, this yeah. island. Yeah, 100%. Oh, if, they, if they ripped it off Wicker Man, the original Wicker Man straight up, I'd be like, yeah, okay. But either way, this lady, it should have been a warning sign to any sane person. They immediately come on the island. A lady who despises dogs, yeah. loves cats, sees her yard get destroyed by a dog that she hates by a bunch of strangers who are like, oh, ha, ha, we should have controlled our dog better. <laughs> and then she yells at them and then, like, Two seconds later, it's like, you want to stay in my house? Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, we obviously know she has ulterior motives at this right, point. Right, but they should have known. They had no idea. They're like, oh, wow, look how nice she's being. Just let us just crash in her house and look for ghosts on her property. And she's like, oh, yes, my property's very haunted. You want to check it out? And they're like, yeah, we would. How convenient <laughs> we have is, someone this nice. Which is a weird yeah. thing to say about your house in general. Like, <gasps> You want to stay yeah. in my house? This is super haunted. <laughs> it's weird. Maybe she was trying to DTF. <laughs> yes. So uh, Fred Fred found himself uh, an island. Finally, <laughs> finally, <laughs> finally, he finds himself an island. Not only is the island there are females on this island, mm. <laughs> uh, so he meets and all. Never mind. Okay. okay. Uh, he meets. No, you should be. Uh, he meets Miss Lenoir. Which is the owner of the house, um, who has like a bunch of stray cats who live there with her. Um, Nothing weird about it. The, the name of the harmless gardener is Bo. <laughs> harmless. Uh, and the the island. Another um, another detail of the island is it's famous for its peppers. This is like Chekhov's gun. I just want you all to remember <laughs> there are peppers on this island. They make a lot of mention of They make they eat them. Yeah. And honestly, that's a good mouthfeel. Um, <laughs> like, a lot of movies based on TV shows, they introduce some kind of aspect of the characters that isn't in the show, 
So, for instance, like, Fred is now a cameraman. Scooby and Shaggy love spicy foods. Daphne is competent. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. I just wrote a note here after Ghost Peppers. Get it. I think that was referring to... Oh, Ghost Pepper, that's cool. I think that was referring (laughs) to um, Velma wanting Bo's ass... Oh yeah, <laughs> or no? It's Daphne. It's both Daphne. of them, kind of. It's no, kind no, no. Of them. It's Daphne at the beginning. Yeah. yeah, and Velma at the end, and it's hilarious with both of them at the end. But we'll get there. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah. So they, uh, she invites them, and they, they have, they're gonna have dinner. Um. They go into the kitchen, and Scooby and Shaggy get freaked out because one of the walls, uh, a carving shows up on it that says "Get out." Get out of here. <laughs> they freak out about it, uh, which is uh, understandable. Yeah, and it, like, magically appears with a cold breeze. This ain't no hologram or wires <laughs> or rubber mask somehow. Yeah. I think this 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 part is, like, the prequel to Ghost Adventures, you know? I don't... Wait, what's Ghost Adventures? The... the the show where uh, it's like oh, it doesn't have Scooby Doo in it. No, it oh, I don't watch it. <laughs> it's that doughy, that doughy white guy and his doughy Me? white friend. Okay, <laughs> and his doughy white friends going into people's yeah. homes. <laughs> doing so Scooby Doo. So Velma is then levitated. They make an upskirt joke, which always makes me uncomfortable, but I do want to give a shout-out to VelmaDinkley.com, because I'm sure they went wild when that happened. <laughs> you know that's someone's wallpaper. <laughs> I know it's someone's wallpaper. It just hurts me to think about. <laughs> so uh, then, I believe Scooby and Shaggy are... Or, oh no, they investigate the video of the carving that they were taking, and oh. they see a ghost! Yeah. Were you saying time? Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying, later it's written, it says get out, and the second word that's written is beware. Mm-hmm. So, but, and they see a real-ass fucking ghost on camera. Yeah. They have no way to prove it, they... Nope. Yeah, no. But, uh, Velma goes back into the kitchen, carves off the wall where the carving happened, I think found it's death. No, no, it is all and, and finds that the, the wall is made from an old pirate ship. It has the name of the old pirate ship, which doesn't matter. Yeah. It's Morgan. No, it's just there. It was Morgan Moonscar's pirate ship. What? Oh, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, Never mind. It's, it's, yeah, set up this, the ship thing. It was it spooky, but it didn't, yeah, it didn't amount to anything. Then they set up the red heron plot points, which is Morgan Moonscar had a treasure, but Fred... So eloquently puts it, treasure. (laughs) (laughs) Treasure. Treasure. He says that twice, and I'm like, oh my god. No no one asked him for a retake? No. Treasure. Maybe Billy West does retakes. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Treasure. Then, uh, yeah, they... They, they, they're still not sure it's a ghost. Like, Fred's like, oh, so if there's treasure, it's probably someone trying to scare us away from the treasure. And that ghost is probably a hologram or something, mm-hmm. as we meet every other week. Mm-hmm. Then, I believe Scooby and Shaggy are chased by Captain Moonscar. That's my next note. Uh, yeah. yeah, so Captain Moonscar shows up. Oh, yeah, so the Danny fucking Elfman soundtrack keeps playing, and Shaggy and Scooby uh, go for a picnic. And Scooby chases a bunch of cats into a pit. Yeah. And Shaggy's pulled down the pit with him. It's a big square pit that someone has, has intentionally dug. <laughs> yeah, they said it was a hole, and I'm like, no, nah, man, that's a grave. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a grave. Yeah, 100%. 
And so, um, then fucking Satan, they open up Satan's pits themselves <laughs> by uncovering a skeleton. The skeleton then gets possessed by a ghost and yeah. then grows skin and turns into a zombie. Oh, horrifying. Which is Morgan Moonscar. It's yeah. the pirate guy. Ooh. And he's yelling at them and swinging a sword around. Obviously, this is scary because Shaggy and Scooby literally have summoned Satan to the immaterial plane. So they're fleeing from Morgan Moonscar. Uh, they come out of the pit and they run into Bo. Uh, they go back to the pit, there's no more than Moonscar. And Daphne's there, and I wrote she was also looking to DTF. Yes. Oh, and then they're chased by Confederate soldiers for the sex oh, dungeon. God. So oh, great. Yeah. yeah, so there's a there's a mirror in Shaggy and Scooby's room, and uh, so they, they after they meet Morgan Moonscar, they head back inside, there's this mirror portion where a, a Confederate soldier comes out of a mirror. <laughs> uh, I assume that's oh, Scooby's adopted uncle, is that right? <laughs> <laughs> I heard you had real money. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's worthless, man. No, I mean, check, it still has some hair. Worthless! <laughs> um, uh, Fred tries on his ascot for dinner, then decides against it. Yeah, that was, that was good. I, I don't get why everyone hates on ascots. I'm wearing one now. I'm wearing nothing. So... This is the Naked Podcast. <laughs> you paid for it with your Patreon money. We're all naked. <laughs> it's, we're very uncomfortable. It turns out that the mirror was owned by a confederate. Um, uh, yeah. Miss Lenoir keeps proving herself to be a huge dog racist. Kicks Scooby out of the house. Also a regular racist <laughs> if she owns that mirror. Yes. Um, and so uh, Scooby and Shaggy eat some crayfish inside the mystery machine. And they go for a ride away from the cats who are harassing them. Now, I don't know what their problem is. Cats can't open doors as far <laughs> as I know. So they would literally be safe inside the mystery machine, but they decide to drive off to the middle of fucking nowhere in the middle of the fucking night. Now, Clark, I, I understand you're not a cat owner. Cats, <laughs> as you understand, cannot open doors. That's very true. However, cats can do this. For hours. <laughs> <laughs> and then you open the door and they decide they don't want to be in there anyway. <laughs> Every fucking time. Uh, also, I do want to make a pun. Um, they're eating peppers and there's a ghost. Ghost peppers. Thank you. Pretty good. Okay, Pretty I'm good. good for now. If someone else wants to take over, so then Zombie <laughs> Clark got the fun dinner scene. <laughs> no, I. I um, well, you have the grave. I haven't done the dinner scene yet. I did the Scooby and Shaggy leaving the, the compound, but right. the dinner still happened. There's a dinner scene. <laughs> the compound. They're eating crawdads with the shell on. Uh, Tyler, would you like to take the next part? Oh, what part? Um, just what happens after they're eating crawdads in the mystery machine, if, um, if you don't want it. Um, so zombies attack them, mm-hmm. um, and they eventually run off, I believe. They run, eventually they found, find, find Rudy Halls. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you're jumping over the line. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're fine. But I, re- I don't games. remember the dinner scene at all, I just remember that. Running back to the van. Yeah, that's scene. that's yeah, when that's, that's when Fred says treasure. <laughs> okay. They're they're talking about why the the who might be doing these things, who might be making these hauntings happen, is why, and why. Um, 
And then uh, Scooby and Shaggy are at the swamp and the literal gates of hell open up. Yeah. And there are dozens of zombies, anachronistic zombies from every generation of American history. Which is really horrifying. They're all trying to pull them in. Like, their sex dungeon must be huge. (laughs) Like, they have a movie budget so they can make it big. More like orange dungeon. (laughs) (laughs) Tony, you want to take it from there? Well, wait, wait, one. That's all you're telling me. You can go on, but I just want to see, like, when I saw, like, the tourist. Zombified. I already knew, like, oh man, they're murdering people. In this yeah, island. you see like Hawaiian shirts and socks and sandals. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that's dark. These but, people could be you. I'm wearing socks and sandals that match my ascot. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Tony. The point where Fred tears the head off of an actual. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, he does. <laughs> Somehow. Yeah. But he, like, doesn't, like, mind to wash his hands afterwards or something. He's he just, just licks it. No, <laughs> uh, he'll be masturbating that for years. You know, I think, uh, originally, I think uh, he wanted to use the fortune teller character as a, uh, like, like an e-meter, but for, like, the Fred cult religion. Okay. So he wanted to use her as, like, a, uh, yeah, she'll just, like, tell people that, like, they're destined to be part of this religion, and then they'll join up because they think it's, like, their destiny or whatever. That tracks. But now, he's starting to see, well, oh, shit, maybe, like, some real, like, supernatural shit's going on in here. I think this is where he starts to believe uh, there might be something going on with a different religion that must be expunged to then make way <laughs> for his... So <laughs> off with their heads. <laughs> He's like, we can't have any of this actual stuff. We need my fabrication to be the realest <laughs> supernatural thing in existence. Yeah, so Fred tr- tries to prove this zombie is just a man in a costume. He accuses the hunter, the ferry driver, Bo, and then just rips the head off a zombie. Yeah. And they realize, it's all real! Oh god, we're dead! We're dead! Fred Town is over! <laughs> I do prefer the supernatural way when they find out ghosts are real, mm-hmm. where they all go absolutely fucking insane. <laughs> yeah. uh, I would have loved that, but so they kind of just take it like, you know, in stride, like, eh, alright. I'm good for my snuff film. <laughs> oh, like, like when Velma finds, uh, starts questioning if there's an afterlife. Yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> um, so they... So one of my, speaking of Velma, one of my favorite parts is when Velma starts accusing Bo just obnoxiously <laughs> yeah, of being yeah. involved. <laughs> so so when, when you're solving a crime, let's say anyone in general, when you're trying to solve a crime, do you go up to the person who perpetrated and just <laughs> jab them in the chest with your finger and say, you did this! A huge that's guy, I, too. That's how I played yeah. L.A. Noir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always got the twink! Doubt. You did it, didn't you? You did it! Confess! Confess! Keep twink! Slamming your hand on it. <laughs> So, Scooby and Shaggy find some voodoo dolls. Hell yeah, they fall into a hole. Oh, well, I do want to make certain that you know that it's tarot time again. <gasps> oh, that was a bopping song. <laughs> it's a bopping song. Real head bopper. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they fall into a hole, and there's voodoo dolls down there, and they're like, wow, these are so, like, they look like little versions of Velma, Daphne, and <laughs> Fred. <laughs> Did you forget Fred's name? I remember no. Fred's name. I'm just... 
I'm thinking that there's like nothing's weird about this. It's no. <laughs> tiny. Yeah, right. Fred cold. has dolls of all of us, and he rips them off when he's mad. <laughs> so they lift up the voodoo dolls, and literally, Velma, Daphne, and Fred begin to float and levitate, and uh, like they're kicking each other's asses because Scooby and Shaggy are playing with these voodoo dolls, and they don't find anything weird about this. Not only that, they don't bother to bring these with them. No, this is like a major clue. <laughs> That, oh my god, these dolls look exactly like our friends. We should take these with us. Scooby and Shaggy well, are nothing if completely stupid. Yeah. And one thing, Fred's like, oh, I lost my ascot. That was a piece of his ascot, which they needed. Oh. Removed. And yeah. Velma had lost her eyeglass cleaner. Yeah. Yep. So, all this shit is like there. So, again, they weren't suspicious at all of like, why someone would have taken their friend's things yep. and slapped them on weird mud dolls. Yeah. Uh, they had some of Daphne's hair. Yeah, you guys see that? Nothing weird about that. Nothing. Well, nothing weird about that. Nothing weird about that. <laughs> I think that I remember the ferry driver asking for a lock of her hair. Oh. No, I'm just, I'm just imagining. <laughs> she, she's like, oh, it's the ferry free. And he's like, mm, just a lock of your hair, my lady. <laughs> I will say that Daphne... I don't think I want to take this ferry anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say the Daphne Voodoo Doll is the second most searched thing on Google since Daphne gets hypnotized. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, they finally, Scooby and Shaggy put down these dolls and they... Uh, uh, Lena is screaming in the house and they run towards the house so we are reaching well, the potential conclusion here to the story within a single episode maybe might <laughs> not be four episodes maybe. <laughs> um, uh, and just stop me if you want to interject here because there's a lot that's about yes, to happen <laughs> furries were the true villains Okay, <laughs> they were furries the whole time even there yet oh <laughs> spoiler <laughs> so um, they, they, the uh, uh, the three of them and Bo, Daphne, Velma, and Fred and Bo all go back to the house to find Lena. She's screaming and she's like, "Oh, Miss Lawal's been kidnapped by <laughs> <laughs> Clark." Your next character better be an NPC who's just Cajun <laughs> and like sweating. <laughs> Gambit's <laughs> lovable catchphrase. <laughs> My name's Gambit. Bon chance, man. So, guys, 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 there is a Confederate War penny worth $36. God. It's worthless, man. It's worthless, man. Oh, here we go. <laughs> All genuine has some collective value, although most notes are very common, except for the $500 note. But most are $200 to $400, depending on condition. <laughs> Per bill? I don't know. The $500 one. You could, at, least, at the very least, if you have, like, Confederate money, even if it's the 60s, you could still give that to a fucking museum, you animals. Yeah, right? It's useless, man. We gotta eat it. Well, Fred was just saving it for Fred Town, we now know. Yeah, right. That was gonna be their currency. <laughs> Confederate <laughs> <dollars>. <laughs> Uh, so, I don't believe with their values, but man, could they wear a suit? <laughs> <laughs> the, the grand finale. Yeah. So, uh, Miss Flying Wasp being kidnapped, and they fought, and Daphne's, or no, Velma's like, Velma's like looking at these footprints. She's like, yeah. You say that she was dragged away? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. 
Yeah, I do. <laughs> Come on, we gotta get in the gra- I mean, in the hole. That's not so a grave. They follow her into this obvious trap. Trap, yep. yep. They follow her to the obvious trap, and then they, um... Oh, wait, you did skip past Velma accusing Bo again. Oh, because he was going to fix the generator. Yeah, he's like, let me help you in a useful way. No! (laughs) Oh, you also missed him saving her fucking life again. Where she almost falls into quicksand. But I still don't trust him. But to be fair, he also picked up a big rock right next to her head with no warning. That that was really weird. (laughs) So Fred should really take some advice on how to build a successful trap. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I think Velma's deal is she's never met someone who uh, was not friends, so she doesn't know, uh, (laughs) she doesn't understand her feelings. She doesn't understand kindness. Fred or Shaggy. Either a psychopath or a sociopath. She is a little emote. Okay. (laughs) Um, So... Uh, Miss Lenoir, blah blah blah. So they follow the <laughs> Miss Lenoir, blah blah blah. Be our guest, Be my guest as I bear my little kitty chest. <laughs> Would you like some beignets? <laughs> uh, so they, so Shaggy and Scooby are at this point. They're running for their fucking lives, abandoning their friends, running for the fairy. Yeah. Um, well, the four of uh, them, uh, Velma, Daphne, uh, Fred, and Bo, are all heading toward, following Lena down this pit. Um, they get to the bottom of the pit, and it goes to the occult, and it turns out, uh, the real villains of this one, they what? don't pull off any masks, but it was Miss Lenoir! Miss Lenoir! It's me, Gambit! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our furry sex dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a it's like a real classic D D scenario of yeah, uh, a, a moon uh, a moon dial in the center of the room, which has a big cat face on it. <laughs> yes. uh, thunder, thunder, thunder cat. They did look like thunder they did. cats. <laughs> so does the logo. Yeah. And so they use the voodoo dolls, and they even have one of bow now, and they slam them against the wall and tie them up with a little rope, which apparently ties up the person as well, which is hilarious. <laughs> and for bondage purposes. And so they needed to <laughs> suck their blood or their life essence. Uh, yeah. So, the, so, okay, no. I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah, yeah you're right. So. They explain the plot. So they're like. Yeah, they basically explain the entire plot right here. With yeah. My name is not Benoit, it is Exposition. <laughs> they exposition the shit out of the Scooby gang. Oh my yeah. gosh, complete with flashbacks. Yes! Mur- mass murder. Yep. Yeah, yeah. so um, they they reveal themselves as uh, now Winston. Cat people! They were furries the whole time, man! You know how furries in our world are humans wearing fur costumes? They were fur costumes wearing humans! (laughs) 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 So... uh, There is an actual cat god, though. Yeah, in real life. In real life, yeah. They were pilgrims. Yeah, yeah, they were pilgrims to this area. Uh, who worshipped? But you know, like all the religious, reli- you know, religions that came over during, like you know, most of the migrations, <laughs> they, like you know, the Puritans. Puritans. And there was like the Quakers, they were Mayflowers, cat, cat people. <laughs> there was people who worshipped the ancient cat god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're the, they're the last ones. And then, like after they like set up their little uh, establishment, oh. yeah, these. Uh, 
Yeah, they're they're cult, they are they're cult, front town knockoffs. Well, if anything, their religion is true. <laughs> their religion gave them powers. That's the most true <laughs> the religion one ever. Probably true religion here. It's horrifyingly true. It's the opposite of a cult. <laughs> so so then some quote unquote pirates rolled around. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. seeing these heathens worshipping <laughs> in this cult-like area, we're like, no, we can't let this happen. Drive them into the body. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh, this was so fucking dark. I wrote, holy shit, pioneers were eaten by gators. Yep. yep. It's so dark. <laughs> this is a kid's movie. Uh, they even show, like, the horrified faces of Miss Benoit and, uh... <laughs> Gambit. And Fortune Teller. <laughs> like, watching in a horror as all their colonies eaten by gators while pirates laugh and watch. I'm like, that is so, dark. Yeah. They drop them into the body of swords and they get eaten by gators. I know! In retaliation, they do the one thing that they know, which is to pray to their cat gods, <laughs> and then that just miraculously gives them this, like, cat vampirism yeah, you know yeah. when you have a hammer, everything looks like a nail. <laughs> Just try to solve all your problems with a cat deity. Well, <laughs> you know what I think is crazy about what they're doing, though. Sure, I guess I'll give you problems, whatever. My name's Gambit. Oh, small me. You know what I think is crazy about this? Though? So, like, they originally get cat powers to take revenge upon the pirates, right? Yeah, everyone's on the same page on that. Yeah. Okay. Immediately from there, like, oh, we're a peaceful cat people colony. As soon as they get their cat powers, they're like, we need to commit murders and kidnappings. (laughs) And knock stuff off shelves. Yeah. And, and uh, we're going to stay alive if forever. If the cat was capable of this the whole time, why didn't they get these powers, like, way early? <laughs> Great question. So they worship the cat god. Uh, <laughs> and, and they explain the plot. They hate Moot Scar. And they, so they've just been, um, to remain immortal, instead of taking revenge on Moot Scar, the person that caused them all these problems, mm-hmm. they, uh, they take revenge on Moot Scar, and then fucking, like, 50 years passes... Instead of just dying peacefully, they're like, we're going to sap the life out of every fucker who comes to our yeah. island. Yep. Oh, yeah. oh, and they go from there. They talk about a pepper plantation that gets set up. Yeah. Right. That's how the, the southern house shows up. It flourished, at least until the fi- harvest moon Which happened. Which is not that long. <laughs> how how long is like a harvest moon? I, that's gotta be like it's, what? It's a few. It's, it's, oh, it's fall. It's the like, fall moon. Yeah, it's like once it's a year. It's the fall moon. It's the fall during eighty moon. days. Yeah, so it's once a year. Yeah. So you're saying this place got established and flourished within the space of a year? year. Yep, which makes no possibly less. <laughs> yeah, that's so weird. So it's like okay, so they must have really been flourishing. Why do they have to do it, like, and they have to do it every year? Apparently, <laughs> yeah, they do. They have to suck yeah, someone. Well, and they don't work. come to the island. They even say, like, oh, our island got, like, a bad rap for murders. So we had to go out and jock, had to go out and kidnap people with his fairy and bring them back here. <laughs> yeah, this is a heavy episode. That's the fucking point. They're like, they, they explain, well, why, why does the... the the ferryman have cat powers. Yeah. Oh, we, needed a, we needed a fairy driver. <laughs> and he yeah. wanted Why didn't you just learn to do that yourself? I know! You had an eternity! You learned it more of it all this time. You could have just <laughs> learned that yourself. <laughs> so, yes, uh, truly, Tony. Cats don't right. like water. Meow. He liked water beforehand. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, the, so, yeah. So, Shaggy and Scooby... I think it's Adam in the fucking first place. Shaggy and Scooby... <laughs> Shaggy and Scooby are heading towards the ferry, and it turns out Jock was also a cat man. 
Yeah, he turns bigger cat, man. Yeah, he's he's like they they they're like pussies compared to Jock. Yeah, no, no, Pardon Jock, my French. Jock's <laughs> they're like basically like you you might fuck him still. <laughs> Jock, might. Jock's like a monster. Yeah. Yeah. Jock like, is like a fucking saber tooth yeah, tiger. Here's a beast day. from yeah, like, yeah, 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 it's exactly like Hulk to She Hulk. He looks like Jack Warrow. Yeah, he does look like Jack Warrow. Oh my god, right? maybe he's the real Jack Warrow. <laughs> maybe Jack Warrow is the cat god. Oh, oh my god. god. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> so they are <laughs> from Brazil or wherever. <laughs> yes. Oh, so weird. Oh, I can't believe those two things connected. <laughs> so, so at, at this point, Fred's like, "Oh shit, <laughs> you know, we we gotta get rid of this fucking religion right now." Gotta nip this in the bud. They gotta be worshiping me, not some fucking cat god that gives them mortal powers. <laughs> <laughs> what can you do, Moral? I build traps! <laughs> he doesn't know this one at all. No, he doesn't. Never makes traps. Yeah, no, um, the reason Shaggy, uh, the reason that uh, the Scooby gang is saved... Okay, so this next part is really fucking freaking. Uh, but this is this is the conclusion of the, the show. So, Shaggy and Scooby are running from Jacques. Mm-hmm. Co- completely by coincidence. So, the... Uh, Daphne, Velma, and Bo and Fred would have easily been murdered. Yes. Murdered at this point, yes. easily. Yes. If, and if, zombified. If the if, if, if pure chance saved them, and Shaggy and Scooby fell down a hole and ran back, and it's the same hole from yeah. they fell down earlier. Pure yeah. chance and oversight on the part of the cat people because <laughs> they literally explained, "Oh yeah, we didn't we didn't make dummies of Scooby and Shaggy, strictly because we think they don't matter." It was a waste of magic wax. Yes, yes because they're so incompetent, which is. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you tie a fucking like. Why do you hire Bo? You're like, oh, we're gonna keep this guy the yeah. gardener for like a six months until it's harvest moon. Yeah, I know we're gonna eat him. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> what a plan. Yeah. I mean, but if the if the Scooby Gang didn't show up at this point in time, they'd still have Bo, and they'd still be doing and their shit. I, I have a question. How many people do they have to eat? That was the same person for, for <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Well, so, obviously, it's more than one person because they needed. Four people. They know they needed a crow to build to go out to fucking seduce the mystery king to come back. Well, and they had Crocodile Dundee. I don't know if they were going to eat him or what. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, I would hire a less buff gardener. <laughs> yeah, yeah, someone who could put up less of a fight. <laughs> someone no, like, uh, really someone like Winston. <laughs> no, he doesn't really put up much you of a fight. You just want to get no, fucked no. by cat people, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, they can suck my life in the G any day. <laughs> so they run it. They run. They bowl. They literally bowl into uh, Miss Lenoir, yeah. knocking them over and knocking the wax dolls out of their hands and to the feet of both Red Daphne and Velma. Um, at the same token, time a torch falls over, yeah. which becomes important in a second. So. They're chasing uh, Fred and Scooby around. They're chasing Shaggy and Scooby around. Well, zombies are also rolling in and trying to to save them because now we know that the zombies were actually good. Well, not necessarily, but chaotic neutral. <laughs> the zombies yeah. are the good guys. Uh, are they the good guys? You've got fucking rapey Morgan Moonscar over here yeah. who's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, yes, drive Morgan Moonscar is a huge-ass murderer. Oh, also, yeah. we have Confederates, which are <laughs> usually the villains. <laughs> the good guys are usually the good guys. a lot like uh, an arc I heard on a podcast lately. <laughs> 
<laughs> How many Hitlers were zombies in this one? Oh, not nearly enough. And you, you say something about seeing a Commander Stern zombie. That Commander Stern! Oh, we're getting there. There's oh. no way he'd become a zombie. No, they never no. catch He's him. Unkillable. <laughs> How do they even know? It's him. They, no. they, they try and sap his life force and they say, No, oh, I still got more, baby! Keep sucking! <laughs> Keep sucking, baby! <laughs> <laughs> That's what you were done. <laughs> I hope if I go out by a vampire, I hope it's a girl vampire. I can make that joke before I die. <laughs> Keep sucking, baby. <laughs> what? So no, no, what? No, Chris thinks it's a possibility that he's gonna go out by a vampire. Let alone the fifty percent chance of that happening that it's a girl vampire. Wishful thinking. <laughs> Hey, I've seen Kate Beckinsale in uh, those other those black movies where like everybody's really leathery and like Tyler, <laughs> Tyler Perry. BDSM <laughs> on Pornhub. <laughs> no, what is it? It's uh the va- Underworld. Yeah, Underworld. Everyone's super leathery and dark. Leathery. Again, I think <laughs> like Hulk Hogan. He's leathery in a different way. <laughs> so uh, the. Because the voodoo dolls are being melted by the torches, the so gang the, starts melting. The scariest fucking thing yeah, that was terrible. I have ever seen in this Scooby. Yeah, that's got some heavy implications. Yeah, that stayed with me from when I was a kid. Yeah, <laughs> this this is like the first time where the, I mean, the gang gets I think a couple times in this movie, but this is like the first time where the injuries they sustained should really be permanent and yeah. should not revert yeah. whatsoever. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, Scooby and Shaggy being old people yep. since they got some of their life energy sucked. And, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they ain't have... fucking getting that life force back. Yeah. They ain't fucking getting that no, back. No. They're gonna die at the age of, like, 40 now. <laughs> I have a question. Um, if, so, <laughs> melting melting wax is kind of like removing parts of it and, like, parts of their face are falling off. Right. Could you then add wax to it, and then their bodies would gain those parts. Yeah, what if you, like, mushed them together into, like, a Voltron? (laughs) (laughs) I was just leading up to a dick joke, and that's way better. Like, head at the top, and he's like, finally, Fredtron! (laughs) Fredtron! I have become the demigod that I have been planning on for years. I become Death Destroyer Fredtown! Oh my god. <laughs> it's just like Sith and Scooby Gang's bodies like stuck together one on top of the like, big tiki torch. Human centipede style. Mushed. If any of our talented fan artists would like to recommend oh god, we'll be happy to tweet it out. Um, so... Uh, Somehow they, the gang gets the upper hand, I believe. Um, I think it's just because the zombies were there. Yeah. The only reason that they were able to beat these cat people were the zombies. Also, Scooby Pepper Sprays. Yeah. Uh, Jack, Jack Hughes. At some him. point, the, <laughs> the figures get knocked closer to Velma. Yep. Unwraps hers with her feet, so, I guess. Oh, I bet that uh, tied up Velma <laughs> using her of feet. Bella <laughs> yeah. Let me yeah. Google this. <laughs> There's definitely some DeviantArt of Velma tied up. We saw that last time. <laughs> Jesus, God. When I was looking for the... for um, When I was looking for uh, art to use... Yeah, uh, I was looking for Captain Cutler, the ghost of Captain Cutler, just like something unique for me. I found that T-pose of Captain Cutler, which is great. <laughs> Never Google Scooby-Doo ever. <laughs> what did you find? Never an image search. Uh, 
Let me just say, Velma gave some weight. Is it like the, the inflation porn? Yeah. Oh, That's great. great. And it was also a T-Post version of that. <laughs> one time, on DeviantArt, you find like one one good like rendering of a fan-made Star Fox game, and all the like the sidebar that recommends stuff is like Fox made out of nipples, Fox <laughs> pregnant with Falco's baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Velma's a clean outcome. The hot cat people from uh, Zombie Island pregnant with Scooby's baby. <laughs> <laughs> so I hit dogs. <laughs> hey, I'm Gambit. I am Gambit. <laughs> I did not hit them. I did not. Oh, I am getting it. I did not hit her with a playing card. I did not. Oh, God. So that's still happening. Okay, so, um, yeah, so they're able to chase around the cat people for maybe another, like, three minutes. And I guess that's all it takes. All it takes, because once. Uh, the moon dial yeah. uh, moves past the cat face. I guess that's it. <laughs> yeah. They really, it's really short. Those cat people are really playing it like close to the wire there. And they're like, oh, well, we have like five minutes to eat these people. So the cat guy's like, okay, so <laughs> you get to live forever. <laughs> but if the moon goes past it, I don't know, like, 12.05. A moon dial. <laughs> you're, you're dead, I guess. <laughs> I am harsh but fair. <laughs> and the, oh, and the gang takes their voodoo dolls and makes it cat voodoo dolls. Yeah, and they have some right. fun yeah, with them. Right. Yeah, they slam them into uh, Jakku's. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, the time moves forward. Um, the cat people... Um, even though they stole like ten years of Shaggy's life, um, <laughs> die horribly. They, they, yeah, they turn into dust uh, yeah, immediately, and it's like a graphic. Some Indiana Jones shit. Seriously, oh, it is. And then all the zombies are like, "All right, guess we're done here. Fuck yeah. off!" And then they all turn into dust too. And then a confederate soldier comes out of the wall and says, "Thank you," <laughs> and salutes them. Yeah, and salutes them. I hate black people. <laughs> oh, I'm going straight to hell. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I stay here a little bit longer. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh gosh. Some God. of the Abraham Confederates are not in school. They invoke the love Confederacy. Uh, yeah, I mean, don't they say something along the lines of their spirits have finally been avenged yeah. so they can rest in yeah. peace? Yeah. How fucking yeah. cheesy is that? <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping they're like, finally, we can rest, and why is it so hot? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> finally, I can rest with absolutely no regrets about my actions. You have, like, bad people that oh, yeah. Scar murdered those pilgrims. Why can't we rise again? The only people who are, like, good among those islands are probably those maybe tourists. The yeah. tourists, like, there's some mobsters in there, definitely. Yeah! Pirates! Yeah. Pirates Mystery were, solving teens. Pirates who were shown to murder people. <laughs> you saw Johnny Quest's spokes. Like, you know, Hannah Barbera, like Harvey Birdman, has the great line. It's like, like three three guys or two guys, two girls, and something that talks that shouldn't talk. Like uh, Jabba, Jabba, Jabberjaw the shark, the 
the scooter one. It's just all these Scooby Doo ripoffs. They should have been the corpses. <laughs> all these uh, Hanna Barbera cartoons that never made it past well, six episodes. Not to not to toot uh, Mr. Inks too hard, but uh, go watch Mr. Inks. Oh, it's, it's in there. Every good idea I've had. Uh, it's, it, yeah, it's a good idea. I know to tell you. So, uh, there, there's an episode entirely of like those like bogus ass characters. Even uh, shoot the Funky Phantom. Yeah, he's in there. So is the car. <laughs> oh, that's great. Car. I do need to watch the show. You really gotta watch that show, no man. Way. Okay. I don't know how much I can try to convince you of this. So, oh, oh, okay. Oh. So, so it ends. Yeah. Um, no, no, it doesn't. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. because no, uh, okay. I love we, this. I hope you enjoy. You enjoy the show. <laughs> <sometimes>. <laughs> no. Tune in next week where we cover Tim Allen for some reason. Melba. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Goes up to Jock at the end. She's been treated like Bo. Sh- Bo. Bo. I'm sorry. Bo. Fuck you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> she goes up to Bo at the end, and she treated him like shit this yep. entire time. And she starts like flirting with him, and she's like, "Oh, hey." Yeah. Turns Bo. out Bo was especially no, he can't. <laughs> I'll cut it. I'll cut it. No, no, no. Because he he reveals this before that flirting point. True. So, but it, first of all, Commander Stern! Commander Stern! <laughs> Commander Stern busts out this badge and he's like, Detective Stern on the case! <laughs> I don't say the whole line. So they're like, oh, the police are never gonna believe us. Fred lost his camera with all the snuff footage on it. And, and the guy's like, I don't know about that, kiddos. Commander Stern! <laughs> Ace Detective! And I, I, then, he's, then immediately he's like, and I wanna, I wanna be a detective movie star. He's already a detective. He wants, he wants to, to write detective novels. Oh, that's right. Velma immediately gets wet, and she's like, oh my god, this guy is all of a sudden super hot to me. He's, he's buff, attractive, a detective who writes or something. And, and she's basically like, what are you going to do after this? And he's like, ha ha, kiddo, wouldn't you like to know? And basically blows her off completely. Yeah. Hilariously. <laughs> Thank you, young man. Thanks for asking, and for all your help, young Velma. You, you get along there, son. And taps him, her, whatever, on the head. And, <laughs> yeah, <walks> <laughs> and, and Velma, once again, is thought of as a man and very upset about this. Poor Velma. I don't care. I'm still into it. <laughs> Everyone so, check out Clark's website, VelmaDinkley.com. VelmaDinkley.com. VelmaCrushes.com. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it works on a couple levels. So uh, I uh, uh, we see Snake, we see Mark Hamill one last time as uh, Snake Bite, Scooby Root, Snake Bite catching Big Mona as the credits roll. Essentially, yeah, Snake Bite who had no role in the entire nope. movie. Nope. There he is again. Well, yeah, he did. I will say he was probably the most useful character in this entire. He does movie. save people. He saved Scooby and Shaggy. And Fred or whoever is like, I don't really trust that guy. And Daphne's like, he did save your fucking life. Yeah. Like, no, not thankful sons of bitches. Yeah, because yeah, it was a movie they could swear. Yeah. Uh, so Clark, is <laughs> they there got any, one F word, sorry. Is, you want to read the wiki while I summarize the post credit scene? Yeah, go uh, ahead. It was. So we cut to Bo, as we know him, walking up to get some paperwork. We see a woman behind the desk. He goes... Hi there, my name's Bo Smith. I'm here to pick up the inheritance. And she says, I don't see that name here. And he goes, oh, well, that's it might be under my birth name. Can you check that? She goes, oh, (laughs) you know, that's a great name. You should really try going by it. Commander Stern. (laughs) 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 
<laughs> Dave's commander's turret. <laughs> and then he turns to the camera and the credits roll. <laughs> and you know I will be editing that scene from Dark Knight Rises to put after the credits. <laughs> the film was it turns and it's like it goes from both faces of sheep and a barber quality. <laughs> 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 We're in the head and shit. <laughs> The film was made as a result of testing well in a survey with mothers. <laughs> what? <laughs> so was I, ladies. The more murders, the better for my kids. That's all I can oh, say. I skimmed the wiki before this. There's a great one. This was created from an abandoned SWAT Cats episode. What? What's SWAT Cats? The greatest show ever! <laughs> It's this awesome 90s show about anthropomorphic cats in a, a city of anthropomorphic cats uh-huh. that use a jet plane to fight crime, and it's like, there's like giant <laughs> plant cats and like dark cats and shit, and it's fucking radical. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Tony assumes I masturbate to it, apparently. Didn't say didn't When it came to, to devise a, a story, a brain trust came together, including Davis Doy, Jim Senstrom, Glenn Leopold, and Lance Falk. The movie having a combination of fake and real monsters was suggested by Falk to appease the different views of Senstrom, who wanted real monsters and Leopold's who thought having real monsters was against the Scooby-Doo formula. As there needed to be a solvable mystery for the audience, Davis agreed to real monsters because he felt that the premise of having someone behind a fake monster could hold the length of the movie like it could for an episode. Yeah. That wasn't very interesting. Swat cats. But meanwhile, they only spend like ten minutes with the actual monsters. The yeah. rest is just bullshit. Yeah. Killer oh, yeah. Did you know there was an That's actual a lot of, for being called zombie islands? Yeah. Look into the zombies of the last. Did you know there was an actual post credit scene? Yeah. Oh, I I oh it's gooey feeding cats and milk. That's fucking stupid. Turns out the real zombies were the friends we made along the way. Milk in quotations. Did Tony say something about lactation? No, he said milk in quotations. Oh, okay. So, yeah, lactation. (laughs) Um, So, anyway, I guess to summarize, I thought this was an arousing adventure. Velma, Velma, (laughs) this Velma had only done one other episode of Scooby Doo before, apparently. Wow. The Johnny Bravo episode, Bravo Dooby Doo. (laughs) (laughs) Bravo hits on the Scooby Gang. Yep. Oh yeah, I definitely remember him hitting on Daphne. The film ignores Scrappy Doo, just focusing on the original Corbin. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, unlike, unlike some other films, this was the first time the uh, Mystery Gang found a real monster. Okay, yes. Well, yeah, Man, just, is the real. They also thing. take it the news of their souls being, you know, um, I don't know. They have so <laughs> magic being real and stuff. They take yeah. it very well. Oh, a cat god being real as well. Yeah. So should we all worship that thing or what? Oh my god! I actually think that it was probably a relief when they went to the witch trials because they were the normal monsters like witches and shit. It wasn't like <laughs> not cat, cat monsters, cat monsters and like Confederate zombies. At least we've heard of these. You know Fred probably pocketed those voodoo dolls. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, He's like, well, you telling me I could directly influence anyway. like the world's politicians and politicians? <laughs> he already has control of the American government. So. Mr. Uh, President, I, I see that you're not signing that. Don't worry, I'll help. <laughs> he just holds out a doll with the president's hair on it and just starts moving the arm. I will say, um, if, the, if there's any parts you should take away from this movie... He said, Def, or Velma had nearly an upskirt and was tied up. 
and Daphne Clark Daphne was right. into it. Daphne is right. But there's a part of the movie before the dinner scene that we glanced over where Shaggy takes out his suitcase and he's like, maybe I should dress up for dinner. And inside he's just green t-shirts and brown pants. <laughs> and he's like, what do you think, Scoob? As if Scooby would have a fucking opinion about it. <laughs> and then he's like, gosh, I need a trim. And he takes out a little pair of scissors <laughs> and he cuts his chin hairs. He's like, perfect. That was, really say exactly that was good. That was good. So if there's any takeaways you should take from this movie, it's go YouTube that scene. It's pretty good. Okay. And, uh, Turned on I don't. <laughs> Uh, I was Chris, the Tool Man Taylor, <laughs> and is always my co-host, Winston, the Fool Man Taylor, and Clark, the Drool Man Taylor. Uh, that's and Tyler. Tyler. The Cool Man Taylor. And Tony. The Ghoul Man Taylor. Uh, yes! I guess I have to come up with my own moniker. <laughs> I was trying to think of the fly. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> in all episodes, in all episode for this stupid joke that no one gets. <laughs> I can't wait. To I barely get it. I can't wait. Everyone asks for hardware podcast from us. <laughs> okay, so today we're going to talk about screwdrivers. I'm not really sure what they do. <laughs> <laughs> they look like a plus sign or a minus sign. Yeah, so maybe they go do with they batteries. Screw or do they drive? I don't get it. <laughs> All right, maybe they're full of electricity, like batteries. So I'm going to try and put in this outlet. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the show. Goodbye. That was Zombie Island, obviously. <laughs> can help anyone with the smaller correspondences and instructions. Bo. Bo Smith. Nothing here. I, um, try my legal name. You should use your full name. I like that name. Oh, you mean Commander Stern. <laughs> Welcome to the Man Podcast. I am Tim the Fool Man Taylor. As always, my assistant. <laughs> Tim the Drool Man Taylor. And I love making jokes that we made off mic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does. Like a man. Meanwhile, to his right is... Tyler. Uh, no, he's not. <laughs> Tim the Tyler Man <laughs> <Ray> Taylor. <laughs> and... <laughs> and throwing in from a faraway manly state of Minnesota, or I'm sorry, Minnesota. Who, me? Oh, you're not going to yeah, come you, up with my own moniker? I have to come up with my own? Yeah, you have to come up with a tool man moniker. Hello and welcome to Potty Do Where Are You, the number one Scooby-Doo podcast on the Legion Red Out Network. My name is Winston, yeah. I'm a furry, but not the sexy kind. <laughs> <laughs> Tony just hang I up. I did not hang up. No. But you should okay, I <laughs> definitely check your levels. Uh, t- t- Tony. Tony wants us to check our levels. I just mentally hung up. <laughs>
do we want to try again? Yeah. Whoever wants to actually give a proper tool. It doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. I was going to get there. You're going to tie Tool Man Taylor back into Scooby-Doo? Yes. No, but I was... I knew it! I knew it! Is that better? That sounds much better, yes. Alright, this is Clark. Oh my god, are we doing this again? Uh, oh my god, are we doing this again? Can't we just assume it works? No! <laughs> <laughs> and then it comes out as... <laughs> Was that I am Clark the Drool Man Taylor? <laughs> oh, my man, you Clark! <laughs> okay, um... <laughs> Tony, are we actually see making a biker? <laughs> Uh, well, it's not like you prepared him. I don't even know if he, he heard the tool man anyone. jokes. Yeah, I probably didn't. Well, no, he didn't hear the jokes, but he's a quick learner. <laughs> Fair. <laughs>